A chilly morning sends wisps of steam from my coffee mug. The air is still, the mosquitoes are gone, and a flock of geese honk in the distance. Welcome to The Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. Most of my seven-mile commute to work is along a stretch of Route 1, a well-traveled road despite the fact that this particular stretch has been riddled with axle-cracking potholes and a wildly uneven surface since at least 2016 when I began traversing it regularly. Road crews had been repainting the lines, sometimes over dirt it would seem, and patching holes multiple times during construction season. But in July, I was shocked and oh-so-glad to see that they were finally repaving that stretch of Route 1. Once the lines were painted on that fresh pavement, I was excited to start bicycling to work again. Not only do I reduce my carbon footprint and get some exercise when I bike to work, but I also am able to make way more phenology observations than I possibly can during a commute in a car. After one warm and rainy night in August, I observed many red-bellied snakes dead on the road in the morning, which aligned with the fact that these snakes should have been giving birth to up to 21 snakelets around then. I heard the cricket sounds dwindle, watched fields being hayed one by one, and even tried to race a raven. The raven won, obviously. While my work days in August became punctuated by increasing attention to planning for my fall school programs, My bike commute became punctuated by the movements of Canada geese. In the morning, they were fidgety. I would see their flocks flying or grazing with gusto. In the afternoon, however, I would see them sitting together in a field, almost motionless, their necks in the distance looking like giant question marks peeking out of the ground. The beginning of the school year is marked by flocking behavior that Canada geese embody so well. But why flock? Of course, there's the safety in numbers factor. It's why fish, sheep, geese, bison, and many other creatures group together. Potential predators have a much harder time determining head from tail and successfully isolating one from the group when their prey is all jumbled together. A flock of birds in a field or forest, sometimes multiple species, are better able to hear about a potential threat from a member of the flock and communicate it throughout the group so they can all leave the area before a hawk swoops in. But another benefit of geese flocking together is aerodynamic efficiency. When geese fly in their characteristic V-shaped patterns, they are not trying to make an artistic statement. Rather, they are working to save energy. By arranging themselves into the shape of the letter V, the air immediately behind each bird gets pushed downwards, while the air behind and to the sides gets pushed upwards, offering the bird behind and to the side some free lift. This efficiency allows a flock to increase their flight range by about 70% compared to a goose flying alone. And yes, that first goose in the V has the hardest job, but they regularly switch which bird goes first so they all save energy equally. Bicyclists employ the same strategy through the process of drafting. If you ever watch bicycle races, you'll notice bicyclists sneaking right up behind and to the side of the next cyclist in line. This strategy can decrease wind resistance by up to 27%. So as many of you are no doubt flocking to the Common Ground Fair or another harvest celebration this weekend, you could try to observe the benefits of flocking behavior. Perhaps bicyclists en route to the fair will employ the drafting strategy. You might see a V-shaped formation of geese trading places as they fly south. And you could even enjoy the benefits of learning from and with your own flock in the many workshops about farming, forestry, and fiber that no doubt await you at the fair.
You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, references, contact information, photos, and information about how to subscribe to this show as a podcast by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Theme music was by A Pileated Woodpecker, made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 